It's time for the Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast. Mixing things up this week on the Kirby on Sports Podcast, we talk some big headlines around the National Football League. Then the cross-offs, and to wrap things up with an extended version of the hurry-up offense. All coming your way next. You're listening to the Kirby on Sports Podcast. Shout out Q. Shout out Q. you connected this is dave johnson voice of the washington wizards you have connected to the right place because you are listening to my man josh kirby on sports podcast welcoming you to the trumbull insurance agency virtual studio turn your stress and anxiety into peace and security with trumbull insurance contact patrick van kemper today at 540-532- 0622 or drop him an email patrick at trumbleagency.com for our sponsors regroup building services pm plus reserves shenandoah primitives dr dave leadership corporation and mark francis with icon real estate this is another edition of the kirby on sports podcast as always joined by the three-man booth in dan dembski and the swiss army knife carlos martinez I, it's going to be a very different show, Brief. very different indeed, because we was terrible. So every team pretty much won by an average of 20 points. This has not happened since like the 1970s. If I heard correctly, yeah, this, this week was, was awful. If you wanted thought... to miss a week of football, this was the week you wanted to miss because it was absolutely terrible. I mean, yeah. watching all the games. I mean, I mean, Monday night football. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is terrible. Geno Smith, Jameis Winston. I'm like, hey, come on. I mean, there weren't there's nothing to say about any of these games in depth. Because they were all pretty much blowouts. Yeah, I know we talked about a couple weeks ago that that week was going to be a dud, but this was this took dud to a whole new level. This was six feet below the dud. <laughs> it was a it was it was a bad week of football for sure. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, it, it's it's rare we see that happen. So hope, hopefully this this coming up week will be a little more exciting. Well, and I don't have to worry about my team losing. So that'll that'll be nice. Well, we're gonna um mix things up here um here on the kirby on sports podcast once again the three-man booth i'm glad um you're with us here guys um so anyways to start things off we're gonna do sort of a headline segment to start the show then we're gonna do a um segment that carlos brought to our attention so thank you carlos we appreciate that. Um, it's called the cross off segment. The Swiss Army knife delivers. Yes, the Swiss Army knife oh, delivers. Brother. <laughs> but that we'll do a cross off segment. We'll get into more of that, but it has to do with our thoughts on 
who is basically eliminated from the playoffs at this point. Then we will do a brief recap of each and every team in an extended version of the hurry up offense. So let's get it started. We'll turn it over to co-host and lead contributor Dan Dembski to talk about the headlines and stories around the National Football League. Well, thank you very much. What a warm introduction. Um, yeah, there's, there's, it's been a busy week. Um, you know, obviously the big story is now involving Josh's Washington football team. Um, ex-employees uh, have accused the NFL of covering up sexual harassment and assault, uh, as well as uh, the, the letter that was given to the NFL's Social Justice Committee had nine or sorry, 12 former uh, WFT employees um, that discussed the misconduct and workplace harassment, uh, sexual harassment that took place. Um, so, again, I mean, we kind of talked about this a little in the last couple of weeks. You know, I said with, with the John Gruden story, you know, that tied into the WFT investigation. Obviously, it's not going to be the last time that we'd heard about that. And on top of this story, you had uh, Roger Goodell say that he believes that Dan Snyder and the Washington football team have been punished enough, which, you know, asking him to step away from the team is not a punishment because, you know, his family, it's still, still the team is still checks. owned by his family, which is, you know, his wife is sort of has the reins right now. So that's a bunch of crap. Um, I'll say that much. Um, I kind of want to get your guys thoughts on this because we're seeing more and more former employees come out and talk about the disgusting and awful workplace environment that they had to go through that obviously was a big part of um you know i guess now like a year like at the end of 2019 early 2020 something like that it's it's, it's been a while now that this has been going on all right so I, I i'll yeah. start here um it, it's inexcusable if what they're saying is true, which why would they be lying? So um, it, it, it's inexcusable. I mean, come on. The NFL is a workplace like any other job. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's just tough for me to wrap my brain around this because this is a team I support and they're off the field. They're on the field play is terrible and they're off the field play. I mean, it's just wearing my patience thin here. And like to hear of such a storied franchise with so many iconic names, I know they're not all the best, but so many iconic names that we have grown up watching. And to hear about everything that's been going on in the workplace for the Washington football team and to hear the commissioner's statements, yeah, you can cover it up all you want, but sooner or later, it's going to come to the light. And uh, I hope... If and when it comes to the light, which it, time will tell, it's pro maybe tomorrow, maybe a week from now, maybe a month from now, maybe a year from now, who knows, but um, it, it, if you get what I'm saying, but it, it's going to come to light eventually when it does, we don't know. And if it doesn't come to light, I'd be very surprised because it's, yeah, I mean, it's just, once again, it's very tough for me to wrap my brain around it, but cover it up all you want, but it's going to come to light. And I hope when it does, the people 
who are involved are held accountable and I I hope there will be some very strict punishments. What Roger Goodell said on the podium, I feel like that was force fed from PR or something. Clearly he's hiding something. He's hiding well, something. It's just, just it's just say- funny. It's funny from that point of view because we remember the deflate gate and uh the Robert Kraft situation, which uh-huh. were you know were two ones that he was very much against when most of the time he wouldn't be. You know, this is something that's very, very serious. And um it's it's just it's just crazy. And on top of this, now you have Congress that's asked the NFL to like have a more thorough investigation and show more transparency. That to me is just insane. Um, the fact that, you know, um, there's been all this, you know, now you have Congress stepping in and saying, you know, do your shit right. Essentially. Um, it's just crazy. And it's, it's only going to be, it's going to only going to develop more over time. I mean, you have, you know, 600, 50,000 emails that were collected as part of this investigation. Um, And obviously, you know, pretty much everyone has the same thought that, you know, what Gruden said was not the worst of this. There's a ton more stuff there has to be. And I know the NFL said last week that they weren't going to release any more of those emails or make them public, whatever the case may be. So, you know, they're, they're going to get hammered on this as they should. And, you know, now that Congress has stepped in, it's, it's only going to get more, it's only getting more serious. It's, It's just crazy. I mean, you can only hold it for so long before it comes to light. Who knows? Maybe Joe Biden's going to call a press conference asking for this to get released. Who knows? I think he's I think he's got. Well, it it probably won't get to that. But bigger fish to fry. Yeah, there's (laughs) there's a lot of stuff going on now that that's that's more important. Still, I'm just saying, who knows? Maybe it could get to that point. But Hmm. it's just terrible. Everybody involved. I mean, I, I just hate that they're they're having to go through this i'm glad people are coming out and telling their story because stuff like this this is unacceptable in the nfl in my opinion and for roger goodell to come out and say dan snyder's been held accountable enough really given a hundred percent ownership of the washington football team and making his wife in charge where's the accountability there come on and only find ten thousand well a hundred thousand i forget how much but he was fine money too yeah but come on and the crazy thing is that more and more more and more ex-employees have stepped up now it's not just like with some investigations where you hear about two or three people who make themselves known now we're seeing more and more women comfortable to come out and you know talk about the workplace culture which ha- which has to be extremely difficult for them my hats off to their for their um you know courageous effort on that so yeah it's it's a complete and utter mess um i and it's 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 really only going to get worse and eventually the nfl is going to have to have a response to this you can't just keep you know kicking the can down the road and expect that this thing's going to go away it's not going to go away and if anything it's only going to pick up more steam yeah, the more they try to hide it, the more it's going to like the more people are going to be demanding like for them to release it. I just don't understand why they're trying to hide it. Like clearly every the people deserve to know, especially the fans, they deserve to know what was going on in that building. Um 
And Dan Snyder needs to be held accountable. And when we say held accountable, we don't mean, oh, he loses, uh, con- you know, control, control of the team. You know, yeah. he, you know, his wife is running things now. You know, we're, we're talking he needs to sell the team. You know, it's clear, you know, he's run that franchise to the ground. You know, they they just aren't they just aren't good. And we obviously have experienced FedEx recently. It was it's kind of outrageously expensive. So that one hundred thousand dollar fine that they gave him, he made that back in a weekend, basically. Easily. You know. Um yeah, Dan Snyder's a scumbag. The whole old regime in that of the Washington football team, they're all scumbags too. I hope justice is served i hope that this report does come out i hope that we as a public get to see it and you know i wouldn't blame people for for not supporting this team anymore because honestly what have they really given you so that's all i got to say about it you know um it's a horrible horrible situation that happened i hope those people who were victimized in this whole situation get get the justice they're looking for yeah and and what I hope is there's not only, you know, justice from the NFL, but also hopefully there's some legal justice as well, because illegal things were committed in all of this. I mean, that's something to remember, but obviously that's further down the road. The first things first. I mean, you have to discipline those who were who not only, you know, started this, but propagated it and allowed it to fester and continue. That's that's to me where it all starts. Yeah, I yep. mean, I mean, this Beth Wilkinson report. You have the Washington football team and their investigation into the Washington football team. And what mm-hmm. is given is an oral report. When Tom Brady deflates footballs, 246 pages, man. Yep. Oh, my yep. gosh. Deflating footballs are that much worse than what's going on in Ashburn, Virginia. Right. Exactly. 246 pages for a deflated football. And you have an oral report for Ashburn. That's that's what I was saying. Think about like, that. Think about it, Dan. Think about it, Carlos. An oral report compared to deflated footballs in New England. Yeah, and maybe the NFL's held liable too, as they should be, because they've really butchered this thing. Um, and yeah, it's it's wow, it's it's just insane. And um I mean, the main thing is we just want justice for all the victims. I mean, that's 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 the I just number feel one thing. So bad for Whatever it takes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just a doubt. shit show. The NFL, they constantly botch investigations like this all the time. Think about I mean, they're still waiting, you know, on the whole Deshaun Watson thing, and he's about to be traded and he's gonna probably play this season, you that know, even though he's no got sense. all those all those, you know we'll talk uh, about that. All those legal issues. But yeah. you know, it's it's just so it's just incredible to me that like the, the there's there always have that one option of like if they do this the NFL will be looked on so much more favorably and they constantly choose the other option. It's 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 astounding to me that this league is as successful as it is and yet they constantly make the wrong decision on on issues. I don't know. It's it, they're they're obviously trying to hide something. There's something in this investigation that they do not want to come to light. Maybe it is the whole, maybe it's not just Washington. Maybe it's other franchises too, where this mm-hmm. issue is happening, you know, Could be. It, maybe they just don't want to expose because they know that it will be a costly scandal. If all this does come out, come to light, 
we don't know. Obviously, this is all just speculation on our part. But um, yeah, you know, it, it, just release the report. Just release the report. Transparency. Be everything. done with it. Yeah. I mean, don't be sure. done with it. Like, take action on what comes out in the report. But you know, don't like don't keep these people like waiting in suspense. Mm-hmm. on whether you're going to release it or not just release the report don't make them fight years to try to get that report released to the public totally agree all right let's move on to the next subject dan go right ahead yes so since carlos brought up deshaun watson we will go to that next and talk about um to attack of iloa had a quote um where where'd it go see i already lost i'm losing my mind here um he d- he essentially says he doesn't feel wanted by the Dolphins um, with all this talk of them getting Deshaun Watson. And obviously it's looking more and more like that's going to happen. There's no guarantee, obviously, in with with any of this. But as we know, Deshaun Watson and Carlos talked about his legal issues, 22 separate lawsuits uh, of sexual misconduct. Um, that's that's a heavy cross to bear if you're an NFL franchise. And I mean, it's, it's one thing to have a guy who had issues in the past and they're in the past. It's another thing to get a guy who's got active lawsuits against him and that many. Uh, I'm not so sure about this, but yeah, Tua has been asked about this several times. Uh, Brian Flores uh, said today that he's still their quarterback. I mean, obviously he's going to say that. What's he going to say? Um, you know, we'll see what happens. Um so th- this whole situation is kind of a mess. You know, Deshaun Watson, you know, I, I'm not going to say that he I, I'm not going to say that he wouldn't help any any NFL team. But you, you have to think about like the decision you're making, not only from, you know, a, a, like a PR standpoint, but like a moral and ethics standpoint as well. Like there's a lot of baggage that comes with that. And I, I think that's definitely something that the Dolphins or any other NFL team that's interested in him. I think there's three or four. They have to consider that. Uh, as far as I know, the Dolphins are the actually only runner, like, like front. They're the front runners to get them. I know the Panthers said they're out. Um, yeah, I can't remember what other teams are really going after him. I know there was a couple. I think more. that was it. I think it's just the Dolphins and the Panthers. I think originally it was more teams, but it's been it's been funneled down the last. Well, you know, well, it's because you know the Texans asking prices three first round picks, and yeah. the only, there's only a few teams that have that type of capital. Um, obviously right. the Dolphins are one of them, but, um, yeah, it's, um, it's a messy situation. You know, obviously they would definitely benefit from having Deshaun Watson on a football standpoint. The, the, the move makes sense in my opinion, because I just yep. don't think Tua has it. I, I, I yep. don't think, I don't think he's the guy. Um, and also it's, you know, he's been injured a lot and there's just a lot wrong with Tua that I feel like maybe he needs to get out of Miami. Um, but from a, a PR standpoint, kind of like an outside of football standpoint, I would, if I was the Dolphins, I wouldn't make this move. There's just too much unanswered right now. And mm-hmm. so many legal, and of course it, the nature of this whole thing is just very uh, touchy, you know, obviously because it's sexual yeah. misconduct. There, it's yeah. a lot of women involved, mm-hmm. obviously, uh, you want to, you, you need to give like, uh, who's to say Deshaun Watson's even going to be allowed to play anyways, who's to say, you know, the reason why Roger Goodell hasn't like put him on the commissioner's exempt uh, list is because he, they haven't had to is like their, their constant uh, line because he's not even playing. Yeah. 
He's never at the games. He's, he's, you know, practicing when he practices, he's practicing by himself. He's not really, you know, doing anything with the team. So they haven't had to put him on it. Well, what happens when he goes to Miami and then they try to play him the, the first week he's there? Are they going to suspend him then? Like, what's going to happen there? So then what's the point of trading your three first-round picks if you don't even know if he's going to be available for the season, you know? Also, I, like, what? oh, sorry. sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to say real quickly, you know, what kind of football shape is he in? Because we know he's he's kind of on his own as far as, you know, staying in shape and all that. But not just that, like, how do we know he's – still a solid quarterback we haven't seen him for a year now so that's something else to consider too. i mean let's be honest the Dol- i mean the dolphins this season is lost they're on the they're on the cross off nominees like is it really worth trading three first round picks for a guy you're not even sure is going to be available right. this season and maybe in the future because who's to right. say what's going to happen here now obviously deshaun watson hasn't necessarily been charged with anything yet mm-hmm. but he does have some criminal complaints uh, processing right now, so we don't know if he's going to eventually be charged. Um, th- that's still on the table. It's uh, messy. It's, it's too messy of a enough. situation. So if I was any Way franchise right now, yeah. I'd just stay away from Deshaun Watson. Totally. You know, I, understand, I understand he's a generational talent. I understand he's a gr- good quarterback. But, it's I mean, the allegations are serious. They're not, yeah. they're not to be taken lightly. So I would just stay away. I'm a believer and you've heard me say this before that you're innocent until proven guilty, but still there's so much out in the open and the, you all pretty much touched on it nail on the head. So all I'm going to say is why take a risk to trade for a quarterback that might get suspended or even worse arrested. I mean, that's all I have to say on it. Yeah, I mean, it's innocent until proven guilty, but nothing's been proven yet. And there's a lot of it. it, Let's face it. The odds are stacked against him. Like if you look at all these lawsuits and um, as Carlos said, the criminal complaints, you add those together and it's pretty serious. So it's it's just it's just not worth it in the slightest. Um, Of course, that. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, here's the thing. Where there's smoke, there's fire. You know, yeah. that, all right. these women d- didn't all just collectively decide this. There's something had to have happened where, you know, th- there's no way they all had the same experience. And, like, it's all a big conspiracy. Like, there, where there's smoke, there's fire. Something happened. It'll eventually come to light. Obviously, like you guys said, innocent till proven guilty. But it's not looking good for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, it's it's terrible <laughs> for sure. So. Um, all right. The next story is a little lighter. It's, it was uh, Mike Tomlin was asked uh, early this week about the possibility of him wanting the USC job. And of course, he got very defensive. I don't know why the hell he would want that job, but that's just me. Um, he's got it made with Pittsburgh and he's also considered to be one of the best coaches in the NFL. So why would he want to leave all that behind and start over in, in college? But yeah, it's uh, his name's been drawn to that job and, you know, they, they asked him about it. And obviously he gave a very, you know, a very strong you know, answer, strong answer <laughs> where he said basically strong he would answer. never do that. He would, there's not enough. What did he say? There's not enough money from boosters that would. there's no would booster wanna... who would have enough money to put on a check or something like that. Right. Something like that. I so. think that was incredible no booster with a big enough check to get me to go there. That's what it was. It was something like that. Yeah, exactly. That was incredible. I love Mike Tomlin. He's a great coach. He will be in the Hall of Fame one day, I guarantee it. Oh, for sure. No doubt. Yeah, I mean, 
for him to say that at a press conference, it, he is very emotional when it comes to stuff that he wants to just erase, not be asked about again. And th- that was one of them. I mean, it, you hear press conferences and stuff where people ask you the same thing over and over and over and over again. And you have to say different Stupid variations of that. a lot of times. Yes, yes, correct. And then um, and then, I mean, for that to um, it turns into the head coach being like, oh, yeah, it, I mean, I've had enough. I'm done answering these questions for him to just um, nip it at the bud where it began. Uh, I, I think that's very great. And it was a well thought out answer. It was a very emotional and strong answer. And I think that goes to show how invested Mike Tomlin is into making Pittsburgh into a title city again, because he's invested in Pittsburgh. I know they're off to a rough start. It's still a long season. They might be without Big Ben in who knows how long, uh, assuming he retires. That's okay. They're going to get Aaron Rodgers next season. But but anyway, but besides the point, <laughs> he is 100%. Yeah, besides the point, he is 100% there to help the Pittsburgh Steelers Win another Super Bowl. He is there a hundred percent. He is all in, and I think that answer at the press conference solidified that he is there to stay for as long as Pittsburgh will have him there. And it's not like he's been there for three or four years. He's been there for fourteen years. Like he's built such My a gosh. long track record of winning with. It's Pittsburgh. been that long. It's been yeah, that long. Dude. Hour Man. left in two thousand six after they won Super Bowl four. That that is mm-hmm. crazy. Time flies, time, man. Time. I was I was just about to say that. Yeah, time flies. Um, so yeah, he would be silly to leave. Um, and I I I don't think he would. Um, obviously the one name that's been pushed around a lot. This is like a sidebar. Is uh former USC quarterback, former USC great, but uh average in the NFL, Carson Palmer. So that would be that would be interesting to see him have that job. It makes sense for someone like him to have the job. I mean, he was he had a good career with USC and, you know, uh, he's not doing much now. So so why not? Um, All right. The next story is uh, injured receivers for the or COVID receivers for the Packers. Got Alan Lazard and Devontae Adams were placed on the the COVID-19 list. Um, Not really. I mean, it's it's, obviously it's not something long term. It's going to be a big deal. We're just obviously looking for you know, Thursday night when they're not going to play and they're playing the undefeated Cardinals. So it's, it, it's not that much of a story. It's just more of an interesting thing to see, you know, I kind of how Aaron Rodgers is able to, you know, <laughs> wow. to do without those two guys. Um, I still wow. think the Packers could win. I think they're that good. Uh, and Rodgers is that good. He doesn't, you know, I mean, those guys make a big difference, but I, I think they can run the ball pretty effectively. And that 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 would be huge, but yeah, that's that's just another little side note that I, I was thinking yeah, about. Yeah, well, it helps it helps that JJ Watt isn't going to be playing in this game. Um, Christian, yeah, uh, true. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Randall Cobb is going to have a bigger role to play. Obviously, him and Rogers already have good chemistry together, right? Um, I think that I haven't heard or seen anything that uh, MVS is coming back. Uh, this game or not. I know mm-hmm. that Rodgers was hoping that he'd be back for this game. Uh, that would help also. You know, it, it's it does suck because obviously this is a big game. It's a, probably the biggest Thursday night game of the season aside from the opener. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's two 
uh, NFC powerhouses playing each other. And this is going to be a, re- it's supposed to be a really big test to see like, is Arizona for real? Is green Bay still at, at uh, a high, you know, at the high level, um obviously there's been legendary games between the cardinals and the packers you know aaron Rodgers is hail mary um that's right yeah there's plenty there's i think they had like an overtime playoff thriller uh if i remember correct correctly Mm -hmm. like they've there have been legendary games between the packers and the cardinals during aaron Rodgers' tenure so um we'll see it'll be interesting it will be interesting to see how they do without Devontae adams and without alan lazard um and again like i said the the Cardinals are going to be without JJ Watt. That was announced a couple hours ago that yeah. he was that he's out. Um, and they got, I mean, they, they the Packers got a lot on their plate here. Like it's not going to be easy for them. So, good luck. <laughs> well, even if they take the L, I, they're they're going to be fine. They're yeah. They'll, they'll be that asterisk next with that. Like, hey, they weren't even at full strength, and also it was right. a short week. Right. No. Those Thursday night no. games are I mean, you see a They're lot so of pointless. I still yeah. I still hate them. I don't understand them. <laughs> this one's gonna be pretty good, but uh, yeah, I, I, not the game itself is gonna be good, but I just hate you know Green Bay has a you know a very it was a very physical game against Washington. You know, I mean we saw it last week with, with the Browns. The Browns literally lost everybody. Now somehow they magically pulled that win out of their ass, but like <laughs> you know it just didn't make sense for them to immediately go into Thursday night, you know, like Thursday night. Right. Why do we need Thursday night football? We already have Sunday and Monday. What's the point in Thursday? Couldn't, couldn't agree more. Well, um, no, go ahead. Well, well uh, thank you. So uh, l- let me just say You're this. I, sure. I, I, <laughs> I, I think it's, um, it's, like Carlos said, these receivers being out, there's going to be other receivers getting the workload. But the Packers are that good of a team where I feel like these two uh, people get um, going out with COVID won't be that big of a deal. But still, it could be a big deal. Mm, Devontae Adams? Really? Yeah, you don't Devontae think that's not going to be a big is, deal not having Devontae Adams? He's a I mean, stud, man. The Packers, they're, they're looking hot. In my opinion, uh, yeah, but yeah. you're but but you're saying that not having Devontae Adams is not going to be a big deal. No, 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 no. Let, let me backtrack. It's not going to be that big of a deal because I know Aaron Rodgers will lead this team. But Devontae Adams, yes, it is a big deal as well. But he can't throw it to himself. You realize that, right? Like I, this is in just, his backyard. I, I just feel like losing Adams. Yes, it's going to hurt, but okay. not as much as we think. Okay. Okay, whatever, Kirby. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, that's a hot take, I guess. But. Yeah, Stephen well, I, A. Smith I, I, over I, here. I just feel like, in my personal opinion, yes, Devontae Adams is great. Yeah. It, they're both great. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they're not great. But I, I feel like the Packers are going to do just fine because the coaching staff they have and Aaron Rodgers, one of the greatest under center, it's but yes, it will be a tough test, but still that that's how I feel. But I will tell you one thing for sure. Here we go. Washington does not have to worry because they stayed six feet apart from Devontae Adams. <sighs> yeah, that defense, baby. Right, next. next. Every time. <laughs> just every move time. On. 
Hey, Washington's <sighs> going to be just Last fine because here. they were nowhere near six feet from Devontae Adams move that on, entire move game. On. I don't want to give. I don't. I don't want to shine any light on Washington. Just he literally on. saw that on Twitter. I'm pretty sure I saw somebody tweet that, <laughs> or he saw it on social media somewhere, and he just copied God. it. You have to give permission. That's called plagiarism. Anyway, uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> the Jets, right? They're dealing. They got Zach Wilson's out with a PCL strain. So what do you do? Joe you Flacco, trade, baby. You trade for the goat. <laughs> Joe Flacco. Who do you elite. call when your quarterback's out? Joe, Joe Flacco. Flacco. <laughs> oh, man. It's just it's so weird. Hey, the Jets the are going to Super but... Bowl, baby, with Joe Flacco. Shut up, Kirby. Kirby, shut, <laughs> shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the Jets um... to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> They can't get much worse, so so why not? Like fair enough. I yeah. mean, actually, that's not true. They it's could rough. be the Lions. Actually, I can't even I can't even bash the Lions. They actually fight hard. Yeah, they, they, they still lose. So yeah, they still lose, but it still but, counts. But they as actually, an L. they actually fight. They they fight even though they. Uh, yeah. Well, you, know. you have a soft spot for Motor City Dan Campbell, and I know because MCDC baby because Matt because Pat McAfee loves him. I they mean, have I fight. actually they have fight. I, All I their bet, games have been close. I bet much. money that the Lions win one game this season. Man, I don't know. I'm There's not sure not about that. that. Their schedule's win. tough. Their schedule's tough. Who knows? Yeah, so Joe Flacco last year, six uh, touchdowns, three picks, didn't play much. Stats weren't as bad as I thought they were last year, actually, in his limited appearances with the Eagles. So there there you go. Flacco gets, a, uh, gets another chance, I suppose. So that's strange to see. I didn't think he'd be... You know, now he's the starting quarterback. He probably thought originally he was going to go to be backup, but nope, you're uh, you're a starter once again. So, so good luck to you behind that offensive line. So <laughs> good luck. We're going to trade you to the worst one of the worst teams in the league. <laughs> Have Flacco fun. to the moon. Have fun. Jets to the moon. <laughs> Jets to the moon. Oh, they're so bad. Oh man. And that's all I got, fellas. Uh, unless you guys can think of any other NFL stories, I want to. Can I? Looking. Can I add one more? Yeah, go Mark for Ingram it. to the Saints. Yeah, I, I saw that. Big trust. I saw that. Yes. Big trust. Bring him back to uh, Baltimore. Uh, we need him right now, dude. So uh, from Ari Miroff at my sports update on Twitter, at the league meetings, asked about the Washington football team investigation. Cowboys owner Jerry Jones said he's very oh, satisfied. Why, 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 are, we, hey, why are we circling back it? to our first story? And why do we have to bring up Jerry Jones? What did he say? Well, yeah, I, I was reading it, but then Carlos rudely interrupted me. I know. You got him right or rudely interrupted. <laughs> you know, you can at, mute him, right? <laughs> at the league meetings, okay, asked about the Washington football team. Just say the quote already. What did he yeah, say? Stop reading the whole thing. Cowboy, Jerry Jones said he's very satisfied with how the league handled it. Yeah, he's full oh, of shit. Of please. course, he's going to say that. Of course, he's going to say that. He's I, a homer. I wasn't bashing Jerry Jones or the Cowboys. I was just no, but I don't understand why we had to bring circle this back. Like, why didn't you bring that up while we were talking about the actual topic? Because I did not see that at this current time, a moment in time. That's why. Whatever. But it's a good old. I'm not surprised Jerry Jones said that. Yeah. All right. Not surprised. Jerry Jones is like the biggest part of that. He's wrong, by the way. He's absolutely wrong. Wow, you're disagreeing with Jerry World. I mean, he's right, old, he's old white, and out of touch. I mean, he, he doesn't have an idea of what's going on. Literally, no. that's how I would describe Jerry Jones. And you know what? Most owners in the NFL are the same way. I would say about 
80% of, of the NFL owners are the same way. So, hey, guys, let's just chip in like McNair all together the tight, and buy an uh, NFL the Texas team. Tight, ah. Yeah, we what? don't have that kind Texas. of money. And <laughs> let's none buy of us the Washington ever football have team. that kind of money. Yeah. Dan, Dan Snyder's net worth is insane, so it, it, it's not going to happen. But and Most all of right. that comes from Washington. <laughs> yeah. It all does right, now let, for sure. Let, let's move on. We will get into the cross-off list here on the Kirby on Sports podcast right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, let me just tell you about Regroup Building Services. If you're looking to get your home remodeled, any part of your home, bathroom, kitchen, want to get a deck built, anything like that, Regroup Building Services can just about do everything. And take it from me because they came in and they remodeled my family's kitchen and they do a great job. So if you're looking for any sort of home remodeling needs, uh, deck work done, anything of that nature, reach out to my guy, Sean Hibbard, over at Regroup Building Services today. You can check them out on their website, www.regroupbuildingservices.com, where they do the honeydews that you're honeydone. Make sure you tell them Josh sent you. For sports fans living in condominium and homeowners associations, as well as business Business professionals. When you need a reserve study, PM Plus Reserves has been in business since 1990. Their studies are accurate and easy to understand. Check them out when your association needs a study. www.pmplusreserves.com. You can also contact them at 703-803-8436. Once again, www.pmplusreserves.com. Welcome back to the Kirby on Sports Podcast. I am in the three-man booth with Dan Dembski and Carlos Martinez, the one and only Swiss Army Knife of our podcast. When do I get a cool title, though? We gave you a title, but Kirby won't use it. Kirby doesn't say it. What is it? It's the weapon. The weapon, that's right. Dan the weapon Dembski. (laughs) Dan the weapon Dembski and the Swiss Army Knife, Carlos Martinez. So Proud of you. We're going to send it over to Carlos Martinez um, and um, we're going to do a special segment called the cross off list. So, Carlos, explain more to our listeners about what the cross off list is and we will go ahead and get this started. Well, as uh, they said in the great movie, Captain Phillips, I'm the captain now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So with that being said, we're making some changes on this show. (sighs) <sighs> no. anywho no no in all seriousness so basically all we're about the, to say all we're doing here in the cross-off segment is basically we're i'm gonna throw out some nominees and we're gonna debate whether uh this we should cross this team off out of playoff contention um i don't necessarily know how many we're gonna cross off this week our goal is to maybe cross off six or seven so that from here on out we can cross off one team every week if we feel like we can um but uh yeah, I have a I have a little list here. I have a list. I have a list. Um, so I'll give you guys the first nominee. I mean, some of these are pretty obvious. We're gonna cross them off. So uh, let's just throw I, out our, our three first that are obvious. One. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna give you guys a layup. The Lions. Are we crossing off the Lions? I wonder. That's a tough one. Is that a trick question? Um, possibly. Wait, how many kneecaps have they eaten? Zero. 
damn. Well, then <laughs> I'm going to cross them off. Then okay. it's too bad. And what about you, Kirby? Do you vote to cross them off? The Lions, Detroit. Um, I mean, love love the beard, by the way. Man, you know, it's we got to. It's them fall. Off, Carlos. You got to start growing it in the fall. We got to you know? cross them off, Carlos. We got to cross them off. Well, then it's unanimous because I'm saying we cross those. Uh, you know, those poor little kitties. You know, poor little Jared Goff. <laughs> All right, send well, him, send him to the moon. Crossed off. <laughs> so the lines are crossed off. All right, let's go with the Houston Texans as our second nominee. Yes. Goodbye. You don't think they have a shot at making a run with Tyrod Taylor when he comes back? I don't. I just. They're uh, too far gone. They're too yeah, far gone. That's, Whenever Tyrod that's what I would back, say. They are too far gone. I'm sorry about the, this. They're one be- and six. I mean, they the, would they would literally have to win out when he when he comes back. If this he, would if be a back. different, this would be a very different conversation if Tyrod was starting. Because I feel like if Tyrod did not get injured, there's a chance that these Texans might might be in the playoffs. But at this point, they're too far gone. Cross that name off your list, Mister Martinez. And especially with this division, like you know, the Titans have been up and down. Of course, they played well the last few weeks, and I'm sure we'll talk about that. But you yeah, know, if, if yeah. Tyrod was healthy, if the if the Texans weren't such a dumpster fire, then I, I think they'd be they'd be a pretty good chance that they would be in the be in the thick of things in that division. But yeah, it's they've got too many issues going on at once. Okay, here's a here's an and I agree. I think we should cross off the Texans too. I don't think they're very and even if they had like even say like if Deshaun Watson played, it, he played last year and they went four and twelve. So yeah, exactly. I don't think he would have made that big of a difference. Uh, so I, I just don't think this team is very good. Yep. Um, so here's here's an interesting one. The Seattle Seahawks obviously Ooh. lost Ooh. Russell Wilson. Ooh. He's not coming back for another few, like a few more weeks. Do you th- and obviously we've seen Geno Smith is terrible. Um, <laughs> I don't think they're gonna win a game in anytime soon. I'm I no. don't know, I don't know their schedule coming up, but I don't feel like they have it shows how valuable Russell Wilson really is. This is really gonna show like have a newfound appreciation for the guy um but do you think they not necessarily that they're a bad team but do you guys think that they are out of playoff contention because of the injury and because of how long it's going to take for russell wilson to come back do you think it's going to be when he comes back it's going to be too big of a task for him to uh overcome yeah i i think they're done and especially because if you look at that division of course you got the undefeated cardinals in first and the six and one Rams in second. I mean, they'd have a ton of ground to, to make a wake up, uh, make up rather. Um, and what's the, what's the, uh, I mean, how many weeks is Russell Wilson out? They could be up out like what? Six. I think six they're saying he's going to be, they said he could possibly be back week nine, mm. but they are, uh, I don't remember the Seahawks. If they lose, right you know, if they lose three more games, because I guess week nine would be, well, I guess it'd be like two more weeks or so. That's, mm. that's the early part though. Uh, yeah, they they would probably be two and seven, two and eight, something like that by then. And you would you would literally have to win out to have a chance in that division. And it's it's just too much. Yeah, they're 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 out in my mind. Based off the division standings and where Based. the Seattle Seahawks lie at this very moment in time in our universe, you need to cross them off the list. All right, Stephen Hawking. Uh- 
in our universe jesus is this the multiverse like are we a marvel now like what's happening um i don't know like this one is tough for me because like so right now in the conference they are sitting at they're in 15th place so they would have if so if russell wilson is out two more weeks and they're two and seven yeah, they would basically have to win out and go 10 and 7 to possibly make it. Now, obviously, they would have to overcome, you know, they still got games against the Rams, against the Cardinals, against the 49ers. It's not, it's it wouldn't, it's not gonna be an easy task for them. So yeah, I think we're gonna cross them off. But can we reserve judgment if they do go on a run when Russell Wilson comes back? Can we reserve judgment to uncross them off? Should I cross them off in pencil? I, I, I still think it's just going to be, I mean, Russell Wilson hasn't played that well, even even when he's healthy. You know, he's not the same quarterback he was even, you know, two, three years ago. So I, I still I still think you cross him off with Penn. I, I think I, I think they're done. I, I, I really do. I think even if Russell Wilson comes back sooner than people think. All right. Well, I guess we're crossing off then. All right. So that's three teams crossed off. We still got a couple more nominees. Uh, I'll give you guys another easy one. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Hmm. <laughs> Urban Meyer coach of the year. They're going to no. Yeah, they're that's that's an easy one. They're they're gone. They're just they're they're a young team. And I've talked too much shit about Urban Meyer. I'm, I'm done. I'm done roasting him. I've d- done it every week on this show, so I'm not going to go there again. No, I'm a better you, person than that. Yeah. You, you don't want to make it. You don't want to make Urban Meyer the butt of the joke anymore. <laughs> He's grinding. We're crossing them off. <laughs> I'm, I'm moving on now. You didn't even get my old. thoughts. We I don't need. Even... We know what you're gonna say, Kirby. We gotta move on before Dan starts going too deep in. Oh I, God! I'm just, saying, I'm just saying about this Jacksonville Jaguars team. There's something about this team that I just can't put my mind on. But you just gotta cross them off. <laughs> what? what? What does that even mean? That makes it's no sense. Off. Cross them okay. off. We cross them off. Thank um, you. My brain hurts from hearing that. <laughs> so that's four teams crossed off. We're four for four, guys. So uh, okay. let's do this it. Is, uh, this is going splendidly well. Can, can I add a wild card? No, There's a lot I'm of not, bad teams this oh, year. I, I, I really still have plenty of nominees can, here. Can I Kirby? just have I, one wild hold, card? It's just going to be I'm positive I have that wild card on here. Let me get through the nominees first. Washington and then if it's, I don't have team. it, okay. they are on the list. We'll get to them eventually. They're not on the list, and I know that. That's that's an easy one, but what? yeah, they are. Um, so, uh, the Miami Dolphins. Do we want to cross the Dolphins off? Yeah, yeah, I'll go, cross them off. Go ahead and take care of them. Yep. The New York Jets. Do we want to cross the New York Jets off? Yeah, yeah. They're so we have long. officially crossed off one, two, three, yep. four, five, six teams. Now here's the here's the fun part. So we can only cross off one more team. Okay. All right. So I'll give you the nominees. We have the Philadelphia Eagles, the New York Giants. So many bad. The Washington football team. So three NFC East teams. (laughs) They're all bad. Guess what? The only one that's not on there? The Dallas Cowboys, baby. Um, Playing well. The San Francisco 49ers. Okay. The Chicago Bears and the Carolina Panthers. And I do want to also add the Denver Broncos. You know what? Let's do either the Panthers or Broncos because I, I think the other ones are kind of easy, especially I think in the NFC East. None of those teams deserve to be in the playoffs except for Dallas. So 
I, I think it, I think let's do either uh, the, what did you say? The 49ers or the Panthers? I thought it said the Broncos or the Panthers. Broncos, my bad. I don't know why I said 49ers. Kirby? I would say the Broncos to start. Okay. So you both want to cross off the Broncos. Yes. But I want to cross off the Washington football team. <laughs> they have, I mean, I think awful. I <laughs> think, I think that's an easy one, though. We could, we could probably do that one. But who's to say that the Broncos don't somehow pull it together? I mean, it'll be tough because, you know, you got Vegas, you got the Chargers, and then we'll talk about Kansas City. But, you know, if somehow Kansas City, even though we keep talking about it every week, can pull it together and they haven't done it yet. Um, Unless all of a sudden the teams they play become winless overnight, then I don't think the Broncos are going to beat anybody that's worth anything. Fair enough. All right, well, majority rules. We're crossing off the Broncos then. So that's seven teams we have crossed off from here on out. We can cross and off. And we know like the three We already know three teams are already getting crossed off here. The Eagles, the Giants, and Washington. 49ers. I was going to say. 49ers are interesting because like they have the potential to be a good team. It's just they're not performing right now, and mm-hmm. they're suffering going through a lot of injuries. Mm-hmm. And the Colts and, beat them. Yeah, but the Colts are starting to turn it around yeah Colts are the the Colts are a strange team themselves for sure Carson Wentz needs to uh be banned from ever doing a shuffle pass again (laughs) (laughs) yeah you You didn't have to do that against the Ravens he was just throwing right down the field guys wide open kind of similar to what happened so can I can I give my wild card before we move on from this what is this Uh, all right Dan um yeah, I oh have one he's more. Put, he's the, picking the Ravens. He's picking the Ravens. Now, on the cross-off list, will the Virginia okay. Tech Hokies make it to a bowl? Oh, my God. No, right, they're not going to make it Move on. They're not going to win the game, Kirby. Don't even give him, don't even right. give him the airtime. Don't give All him right. the airtime for this. Move on. <laughs> okay, I, I was just making sure because Dan was at that game. I was praying for a win, and it just They're not going to make They're not going to make it, no. All right. Fuente is going to be fired December 16th. Mark mark my words. <laughs> yeah, he's he's done. All he's right. done. Carlos, anyway. we appreciate you taking that segment uh, by the wheel. Um, it's great. It, it, it was I very like it. fun. I took it by the horns, boys. Around the horn with Carlos, except on the horn. Okay, I'm done. All right. <laughs> Gentlemen, we have a lot more of NFL to talk about. We will do our extended version of the Hurry Up Offense right after this, you're listening to the Kirby on Sports Podcast. Is it finally time to upgrade your home's interior? How about with an authentic farm table made locally from recycled barn wood? Shenandoah Primitives, based right here in Winchester, Virginia, makes farm tables, benches, tables, coffee tables, and a long list of other items for your home decorating needs. At Shenandoah Primitives, function and style are combined for great furniture that will last generations. If you're interested in combining the industrial look of metal with wood or considering something incredibly unique with a live edge, Shenandoah Primitives turns those ideas into reality. Thinking about a mirror, wine rack, or other activities 
XMPs for your home, Shenandoah Primitives can assist with that as well. As a local small business, Shenandoah Primitives is happy to work with each client for a custom design or schedule an appointment to come out and view current inventory. Local, high-quality, handmade items can be found at Shenandoah Primitives. Find us on Facebook and Instagram or visit us at www.shenandoahprimitives.com. Once again, that's www.shenandoahprimitives.com. Hey, sports fans. Thank you for listening to and supporting the Kirby on Sports podcast with founder and host Josh Kirby, along with lead contributor Dan Dembski. Like, subscribe, and give them a five-star rating wherever you get your podcast from. My name is Dr. Dave Miles, founder of Dr. Dave Leadership Corporation. Our company helps leaders build engaged and productive teams. Exclusively for listeners of the Kirby on Sports podcast, you can take an opportunity to discover your primary communication style and learn more about effective communication with others. Text Kirby to 757-903-0743 for your free copy of the Working From Home Communication Assessment where you'll learn... Your primary communication style, how to better communicate with others not like you, and tips on working remotely based on your personal communication style. 10 minutes, tons of resources, learn about yourself and your team. Again, text Kirby to 757-903-0743 for your free assessment report today. I'm Dr. Dave Miles, founder of Dr. Dave Leadership Corporation, where we help you and your team be more engaged and productive by understanding each other better. Back to you, Josh. Man, what do we have here? We have the weapon, Dan Dembski, the Swiss Army knife, Carlos Martinez. We're back. We are back, and it's the extended version I hate myself. of the hurry-up offense. Gentlemen, are we ready? No, this week was so boring. It's, it's the garbage time week. Let's go. This was, this was how I heard described on the Bill Simmons podcast as the um, – Go to the pumpkin patch with their family week. Perfect description. Because <laughs> so you missed nothing. <laughs> There's hey, nothing. Hey, I'll tell you, starting off Thursday night, Case Keenum and the Cleveland Browns defeating Teddy Bridgewater and the Denver Broncos on Thursday. Yawn night. fest. What a yawn fest that, that game was. How did the Broncos not win this game? The Browns had nobody. Nobody. They had Case Keenum at quarterback. <laughs> Former hey, Washington. He's actually pretty serviceable as a backup if you look at backup quarterbacks. Fair, serviceable. fair, fair. He's not a starter by any stretch. Yeah. But, but what I'm but but still what I'm saying is is like it's not just that Case Keenum was playing. It's yeah. also they were missing they I mean, they're missing else. so On many offense. players. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, don't forget Case Keenum also, like when he was with the Vikings that one season, had an insane run into the yeah, the that Minneapolis was, miracle. Yes, sir. Yep. Stefan Diggs. But yeah, that game was kind of, yeah, it was, it was just a snooze fest kind of, um, the Broncos are their own worst enemy. I, I think that's the way I would describe them. Uh, this is, this is a game that they were, they had to be favored in and, uh, yeah, they kind of wet the bed. So that's, that's really the only way I would describe it. It's kind of a boring game. So, all right, moving Gosh. on, Dan. I'll say, wait, that, what? Okay, go what ahead. What were you saying? Nothing, nothing. Oh, okay, I, all I right, moving on, 
Dan, I, I, I don't think there is anything to hang your hat oh, on about the Ravens. Oh, the Jesus, Bengals, I, I just feel like they're a legit football team, and they defeat the Ravens 41-17 to 17, um, in Baltimore. Dan, they wait, are they are Dan, a professional. Dan, wait, wait, wait! Before you go, I have to say it now. I have to. You were wrong, ladies and gentlemen of the Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast, my fellow constituents in Kirby and Dan. I have to make a public apology for I have made a grave, grave mistake. Mm-hmm. I have an apology to make to one. What's his name again? I forgot his name. <laughs> Jamar, Jamar Chase. Chase. Jamar Chase. Oh, my yeah. God. Yes, I have to make a public apology to Jamar Chase. Kirby, if you can edit this somehow and make it sound better, please and thank you. And the, maybe the silence while he put his hand over his heart was <sighs> deafening. <laughs> I love it. I have to make an apology. I have said repeatedly on this podcast that he was the wrong pick, that the Bengals were going to suffer for it. Now, I still believe, I still believe they will suffer because mm-hmm. the offensive line is not great. I agree. But ultimately, that boy's a baller. A and there's a pick. reason why. And we saw Justin Jefferson balled out last year in his mm-hmm. rookie year. But Jamar Chase was better than him at LSU. And we're seeing why. And he was the right pick and has them ahead of schedule. I apologize to Jamar Chase. Dan, you may now take the floor. Yeah, I knew that we too. And I was surprised you still have. Oh, shut the that. hell up. You did not. <laughs> yeah, I this did, man is did a, not. has a crystal ball. He knows all. Things. Yeah, I knew that oh, week two, Jamar up, Chase man. was the right pick. And I, I, no, I you didn't. No, you didn't. Car- and what I was thinking, You're, when no, you weren't. Carlos- You're full of it. You are full of it. I'm not. Full I was of thinking of right now that I was thinking back then that I wasn't <laughs> really thinking, but I yeah. thought I was thinking. You're full of go. it. Now, Jim, hey, how about we how about we let Dan talk about his team? Because this is about his team and this is the hurry up offense. Let's go. Yeah, you're not you're I, not making things that quick, Carlos, just so you know. I'm not the one derailing this right now by you trying to be like, oh, I knew that in the second week. Jamar Chase was nobody knew in the second week. And oh, second week, oh, didn't they play the oh, Bears? Oh, and didn't they get completely demolished? Yes. Let me make my public apology. No, 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 no. Shut your mouth. He's always got to take the spotlight when it's not about him. I know his name's on the title of the damn podcast, but come on. Come on, man. Okay, so (laughs) I don't I really don't have a lot to say about this game. It was just pretty much the Ravens secondary injuries and all the stuff that they've gone through with injuries. They fi- it finally reared its ugly head and there's nothing they could do. Oh, man. Um, it was <laughs> complete and utter domination. <laughs> all I would say all eight of Jamar Chase's catches, I would say seven of them. He was wide open. Um, and so that was really oh, the, the that was just kind of how it was. Also, the Ravens defense doesn't know how to properly tackle. They, they have to learn how to tackle during the bye week, or it's going to be a long season, a second half of the season. Um, Got to credit the Bengals for what they've been able to do in just the season to be able to turn around, you know, what, what they did last year and all the struggles they faced. Obviously, Joe Burrow going down didn't help their case. Um, but I have nothing else to say. I mean, Lamar Jackson was under compl- constant pressure. 
I mean, if I could count the how many times the pocket collapsed, like two seconds after he took the snap, I would be a very, very rich man. I would not be sitting here right now. I'd have a gold microphone, all that sort of stuff. But it was it was one. really just a, it was a perfect storm. Um, the Bengals defense, they they knew like, hey, the Ravens are banged up uh, on their offensive line. And when, of course, when they're you know, off their right tackle gets hurt in the first quarter, then it becomes even worse. Then you have to have guys kind of, you know, be taped in there um, and they're kind of stuck there. So, yeah, it was really the, the, the bottom line for this game is it was, you know, I think the Ravens maybe underestimated the Bengals and the Bengals wanted to come out and prove a point that they are a legitimate playoff contender. And they, they did that. Why are you still laughing? What's so funny? I, I just can't, I just can't get over that. I love you all. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I it was tough. Yeah. Um, Ravens. I'm excited for the rematch. I can't wait for the Bengals and Ravens to play again. Mm-hmm. It'll be very exciting to see Lamar Jackson try to get his revenge. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Thank you for that because. You could have said some terrible things, but you're I could have, you're, but I think also the Ravens just I mean the Ravens have been playing so good. I mean, it, they were bound to have an off day. It was an off day, and the Bengals yeah. were on they they were on. Like they they had the Bengals were playing well, and the Ravens just weren't themselves. It it happens. Well, and then you know, two years ago they had a similar loss about the same point in the season. It was like a 25, 30 point loss. Same thing in 2012, which Obviously, that year we were like 10 and 6, 9 and 7, whatever it was. Uh, we were just able to win the division. And then, of course, we all know the rest. They go and win the Super Bowl. So I'm not concerned at this point. Now, if, if it's two or three weeks down the line and they're still losing like this, yeah, I, it's it's a little bit of a different story. But they've got time to clean it up. And I think that's the important thing. Um, the biggest thing for them is just getting healthy. That's they they, they got to get some of those pieces back. And they've still got a long way to go in that department. Yeah. All right, Josh. Let's, let, let, let's move on to the next he game. Has no thoughts. Never has any. I'm just kidding. Okay, thanks, Dan. Um, it's a joke. It's a joke. I was talking no, about the oh game. Oh my god! Stop yelling at me. I was joking too. Oh my gosh. We're I we're love, so I love, hostile I love in you this all. environment tonight. <laughs> I love you all. There's no hostile environment. Hostile. Okay. Hostile. Okay. Sorry. Let's okay. Get back the, to it. the next game we are talking about. The Patriots over the Jets, 54 to 13. Skip. Just skip. Congratulations. The Patriots finally won a home game. Yay. Mike Jets White, 202 yards and a touchdown. Don't wow. care. Ne- never heard of him. I've never Didn't heard of him he either. Existed. Very, I, I very don't. interesting. I could care. The very Giants less. over the Panthers. <laughs> what the happened Cow- to the Panthers? Skip. I don't know. <laughs> what happens to the Panthers? The Cowboys broke the Panthers. It's fine. 25 to 3, the Giants over the Panthers. Yeah, wow. and now everybody's swooning over Daniel Jones again and being like, oh my God, he's actually a good quarterback with all this stuff. And then it's like when he plays an actual good team, he doesn't he doesn't show up. Daniel Jones yeah. is extremely overrated. I'll just say uh Jets Sam Darnold is back. That that's all I'll say. He sees <laughs> ghosts at MetLife. He was atrocious in this game. <laughs> yeah. He's seeing ghosts in Bank of America Stadium too. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess they played at MetLife, but you you get you feeling, get what I mean. Somebody's watching, watching me. me. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Also, yeah, yeah, the Panthers. 
wow. They they're terrible. They're actually terrible. They're bad. They need Christian players. McCaffrey back bad, and they need Gilmore to actually make a difference when Gilmore comes back. Right. I yeah, I don't I don't I don't know if McCaffrey swings a lot of these games into wins. He gives them a better chance for sure. But mm-hmm. that that offensive line is so so horrid too. Like I don't I don't I think McCaffrey would probably just get hurt again if he came back, to be honest. I should I, sh- I shouldn't laugh. That's terrible. But I mean, but like, when is McCaffrey never not hurt? I was gonna say he's always. Yeah, that injured, is so. that is true. He's been hurt a lot. Um, I mean, you hear injury after injury, and it's like yeah, and yeah, every he's season. still like everybody's like first pick on fantasy draft. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're like, why are you draft like draft Derrick Henry, a guy who's actually reliable? Yeah, yep. he's there every week. Like, why are we drafting Christian McCaffrey just because? When he does play, he does put up some good numbers, but the guy can't stay healthy for a whole season. Misses six or seven weeks a season, yeah, at least. That's my piece. All right, all right, Dan, I have a good question stuff. for you about this next game. Do you think Carlos is ending the affair with the Chiefs? No, I don't think so, but they are in deep trouble. That's all I'll say. Very deep trouble. Very, very deep trouble. And to make things worse, Patrick Boy, Mahomes got concussed in that game. I'm not He did sure not his... get concussed. He didn't get concussed. He passed concussion protocol. He's fine. So what does he have? Nothing. He's fine. Oh. Okay. Well that they kept him Thank out. God. So he passed concussion protocol and they kept him out of the game because there was no point yeah. in risking him again. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad he did not <laughs> get nothing was major wrong with him that is good one good thing but still the chiefs need to hit the panic button asap i already hit it so i think they hit gonna, it like two weeks you're not ago. gonna actually say what game we're talking about we're just gonna talk about the chiefs, the chiefs and the titans man okay. the chiefs what was the, and the score titans. what was the score yeah, 27 to 3 man okay now here's the thing <laughs> the they pitched a shutout in the second half <laughs> yeah there you go the titans didn't score again in the second half so i mean we got something to base listen the affair is not over with me um i will say uh the the bells are ringing the bells are ringing the panic button is being pressed the chiefs are in trouble and you know at three and four down they do have another we we thought last week was their bounce back game obviously against Washington. They struggled in the first half. They played amazing in the second half. This game, they just didn't show up at all. Yep. I mean, damn, Derrick Henry had more touchdown passes than Patrick Mahomes did. Yep. Uh, like, that's that's impossible. Like, I don't know. This Chiefs team is – they're really struggling right now. Like, they really, really are. And now they have another bounce-back game because they're playing the New York Giants on Monday Night Football. Um, that'll – It'll. I mean, I have the Chiefs winning. They'll they'll figure they'll figure it out and win. But then after that, it, it, I mean, let's be honest. The game that we're all waiting for on this podcast is when the Chiefs and the Cowboys play because that's going to be the uh, the game for my heart. <laughs> it's the right? Carlos Bowl. It's the Carlos Bowl. That's what we're going to call <laughs> it. That's what we're going to call it. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's uh, Patrick Mahomes ha- is leading the league in interceptions. He's got the same amount as interceptions as Zach Wilson. He's had mm-hmm. six interceptions in the last six games. Mm-hmm. It's it's bad. It's, bad. it's it's really bad. And I just feel like again, a, it's also a lot of plays are not going their way the way they used to. 
the, you know, the, the, the team made this bread and butter on these crazy outrageous plays, like balls hitting other, like hitting a player off a helmet and like falling perfectly into Tyreek's hands and him making a big play like that. Those aren't going their way anymore. Patrick Mahomes is making very, very reckless mistakes. And he's, tr- I feel like, like I've been saying this whole entire, this whole entire season, they're a victim of their own success. And teams have figured out and are throwing these weird coverages at them that are taking Tyreek out of the game, that are taking Travis Kelsey out of the game. And if you take those two out, nobody else on this team does anything. And I agree. You know, we'll see what happens. This de- The defense is atrocious. Um, But they did play better in the second half, I guess. They pitched a shutout, but at that point, the game was over. Yeah. So... Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, I hope Andy Reid can get it put back together. I, I believe he can, and I, I hope this team can make the playoffs, but there's no way in hell they go to the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, I, I just think I think it's going to be tough for them to get to the playoffs, honestly. I think if – especially if they lose one more game um, well, in the next couple weeks. Yeah. You know, it's it, for me, it's just going to be tough for them to come back from that. But I'll just say, you know, I, I picked the Titans to be in the Super Bowl to start the season. And, you know, three weeks in, I was feeling like, God, that was such a terrible pick because they started <laughs> yeah, the season they weren't so looking badly. Too high. And now, you know, they they beat the Bills last week and then this week they beat the Chiefs. I know the Chiefs aren't the same Chiefs they used to be, but they're still the Chiefs. OK, let's let's not forget that. Um so they've they've impressed me a lot. Um, Derrick Henry, I mean, he's just superhuman. <laughs> he really is. I mean, he didn't he didn't rush for a whole lot of yards in this game, but he threw th- throws a touchdown pass. I mean, he he can do it all. So, yeah, the Chiefs are in trouble, uh, and, and Carlos pretty much summed it up beautifully. Um, they have a ton of issues, and of course, you know they they have running the football has been. I mean, I would like to know what they're ranked running the football this year. I would say they're down there. They're probably in the bottom, you know, three, three teams in the league running the football. They're just pathetic. So that's a big part, too, of what they what yeah. you know, the, the big part of their offense in the past has been play action and sort of making plays off the run. You can't get it started if you can't run the football. So that's that's a big problem for them. And then defensively, I mean, they. Play great in the second half, but they can't stop anything. Um, and that's just a huge concern. Um, and in my mind, they're not really a playoff team right now. Um, well, well, right now, obviously not. But a couple big weeks coming up for them. They have to find a way to, you know, right the ship a little bit if, if they're going to have a chance. Yeah, they have some very tough. I mean, their bye week isn't until like after Dallas, too. So they have a lot right. of tough games before they even reach the bye week. So. They don't really have a lot of time to figure this out. They have to figure it out this week against the Giants and then hopefully build momentum off of beating the Giants. But they have to beat they have to beat the Giants. They can't lose another game until I mean Dallas is gonna be the biggest their biggest test in the in these next upcoming games. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. So we'll see. Yep, I, I I agree with that, and um, hopefully the Chiefs can turn around, but it's not looking good at this point so far. Moving on, the Green Bay Packers 
um, continuing to do Green Bay Packers things against the Washington football team. Who uh, Their offense just looks discombobulated. Taylor Heineke doesn't know how to run into the end zone and does a Lambo leap when he doesn't score a touchdown. I mean, the defense, uh, come on now. I mean, the, I we've said it each and same every week. Same old story every week. It's literally same, the same yes, old story. Yes, same every story, week. different week. I agree with that. So, I mean, the Packers look good, and they found a way to beat the Washington football team, and Chris blew it. Found a way. Chris yeah. blew it? Yeah, Chris blew it. it. A block kicked. But he did make one, which is good. I'm sure you're happy about you that. Act you act as if, like, it. he actually had a say in whether that kick was blocked. Like, I'm going to kick it low on purpose. It was, it was not a great kick. I I. <laughs> I mean, I I agree, but you can't really. He hadn't kicked in five freaking years. Why is Washington signing a kicker that hasn't kicked since 2016? What the hell? Because is he, he was doing? on the practice squad. Why are you signing a guy? Why not bring in a guy who's actually kicked in the yeah. past? That's what like, I mean. That's and what you I mean. see it's Dustin just, Hopkins just it's, getting it's a signed Washington by move. Los Angeles. It's a Washington move. It, it just is. That's yep. just how I would describe it. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, oh. I don't, I, I, I don't have much to add to that. Aaron Rodgers is doing what he, what he does, and he, he did it beautifully. Oh, but in those this game. jerseys that the Packers were wearing were fantastic. I thought oh, the yeah. Acme oh, Packers. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. The what? The Acme Packers. That's what they were called Acme before. Packers. Yep. Those. That's were, what they were. They were called. in the old school. Unis? Did you, Did you hear the story behind Acme Packers? No. Wasn't that the original team or whatever? Yeah, the original team. I forget who the owner was, but he went out and formed a football team, the Packers. And oh, what happened was he couldn't find enough money to keep this team in business. So the warehouse he was working for was an Acme warehouse. Yep. Asked, asked to sponsor the team, got uniforms, everything, and then they were blue. And then they switched it to green because they were in Green Bay. So th that's what I heard. I thought it was very interesting. Moving on, the Falcons the and the Dolphins, 30-28. to 28. Falcons winning. Yeah, the Falcons wanted to lose this game. <laughs> yeah, the Falcons wanted to lose this game. Really, like they were trying to hand it to Miami and – Miami didn't want to take it. So Matt Ryan was like, all right, I guess I have to win this game. So we got him in a field goal range and <laughs> they made the field goal. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't have much to say about this game. Uh yeah. It was just it was pretty it was pretty brutal. Just gets to show how great of a week this was. No, this week sucked. It absolutely sucked. Dude, I was being sarcastic. Chill. There was too many. There was too many good teams on bye weeks. Like they had six teams on bye this week, and yeah, of, and the they had the Chargers. They had the Cowboys. Like two of the most entertaining teams in the league. You have them on buys. Yeah, and the teams that and the matchups that we thought were going to be close weren't. So we thought Kansas City game was going to be good. We thought the Baltimore game was going to be good, and they weren't. So it happens. Not, okay. It's not often, but it happens. Okay, Sorry, so let, let, let's on. talk about um, one game. We're going to skip around. Um, uh, the Buccaneers and the Bears. Do we think the fans skip. that got Tom Brady's 600th touchdown? No, stop. No, let, I don't even want to talk about this. This is such a stupid conversation. Don't don't bring this up. Move on. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of seeing this shit. It's so stupid. It's so dumb. <laughs> Move on. 
I don't Why even want to touch so dumb? Very impassioned about this. God, you're so oh, you're so Lord. mad over the 600th ball. That- no, I'm mad that fucking ESPN. Yes, I threw out another curse word. I'm so mad that they're like pushing they the so stupid narrative of like, yeah. oh, the fan law. Like he dropped the bag. He could have sold it for no. It was he did the right thing. He gave the ball back to Tom Brady. He got he got well compensated for it. Tom Brady gave him a damn Bitcoin for free. You know, like, shut up. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to talk no, I, about this. I agree. I mean, I mean, it was a very competitive game. Shut was up. it? <laughs> no, it wasn't. I, I, I got Tom Brady you. completely uh, dominated. He's looking. We can talk about Tom Brady. I'm fine with talking about Tom Brady. Tom Brady play. looks so incredible right now. Yeah. I'm, he's never looked better. I mean, maybe in 2007, that was his best version. But he looks so good right now. I, I'm, I think I'm he impressed. looks better than 07. I, it's just because uh, he's got 21 touchdowns through seven weeks. 21 touchdowns. He's le- isn't he leading the league Unreal. in passing yards too? Yeah. Yeah, he's just he's single-handedly just destroying everyone. And and. They run the ball pretty well too, so I mean it's not just they're starting to get their they're starting to get their their legs, but and then obviously with all the injuries yeah. and stuff too, all the guys yeah. that are going to start coming back. This Tampa Bay team is not going to be easy to beat at all. No, no, I, I I don't see a lot of teams that could beat them to be honest. And Brady just continues to defy everything. Um, I don't know if he can play till fifty five. I'm not going to say that. No, that's no. insane. I I do think he could play three or four more years though. I I do I do believe that. I think on the Lower end of 50. I, I could see him playing t- till, but not 55. That would be if he did that, everyone would just hate him because he'd win. He'd have like 15 uh, Super Bowls. Yeah, I don't I don't know. how. I, honestly, somehow I also feel like maybe the reason why he's playing so good is because he's going for broke this season because this might be his last season. You think he is 45 it's hot take. I mean, this might be I'm not saying I'm not saying I think I'm just saying this might this might be I think he's got maybe. I think he might play for another season or two, but I don't think. Let's hope because I don't want to play ten more years. I don't want to deal <laughs> with this for ten more years. No, Are you kidding. I mean, Brady's Brady's at the end of the line here, but like he still looks so good. Like I don't understand how he does it. I don't. I don't it's know. Crazy dude. He's he's the only guy that's beating Father Time right now. And yep, we thought Father he's... Time was undefeated. Not with Tom Brady. Nope. Uh, furthermore, uh, for the bears on the bear side, I mean, we'll touch yeah. on them really Dumpster quickly. Fire. Matt Nagy needs to be fired. He's awful. Um, he, he does have COVID. Hope he survives. COVID. Oh, ho- hope he survives COVID. Hope he survives, but he needs to be fired. Um, I agree. Uh, and you know, poor Justin Fields, poor Justin Fields. Yeah. That yeah. game ain't looking so slow now, is it man? Tell you what? No, not when you got freaking that took front. a wicked strip sack in that game. Early on, I mean, it was literally domination uh, from the Bucks defense, too. From start to finish. Start to finish. All right. The Let's see here. The former Texans, J.J. Watt and DeAndre Hopkins, faced their former team in the Texans, and the Cardinals beat them 31-5. to Is there anything yeah, we need to touch on there? Just skip it. It's Yeah, revenge has never tasted so sweet. There we go. Yeah, hey, that, that's good, Carlos. Um, what what about this Lions and Rams game? The Lions, I, I think Motor City Dan Campbell threw out all the stunts trying to beat the Lions, and 
Uh, wasn't it two fake punts or something like that? Two fake punts and an onside kick. An onside kick. Yeah. Wasn't was it an onside kick to start the game? Wasn't wasn't it? I don't remember. <laughs> I think I think that's what they said. I mean, I I didn't really watch this game. Yeah, I wasn't I didn't really that interested any in of this so. game. But um, they played three yeah. good quarters, and then the fourth quarter. I mean, Matthew Stafford got going, and he got hot. Ended up beating them. Yep. They not much I else mean, to say. They want. I mean, I know Jared Goff obviously definitely wanted this game because, of course, you know, it's playing against his old team, playing against revenge. Sean yeah, we've heard about the the tension that's been between Sean McVay and Jared Goff and how they weren't the best communicators at towards the end. They, I mean, the Detroit Lions tried everything. They tried everything they could have win this game. You have to give them this wasn't enough. They just don't have enough talent the same way that Los Angeles does. Yeah. Yep. That's I it. agree. A rainy, rainy Sunday night, the Colts and the 49ers, but Carson Wentz, a shovel pass in the rain that gets intercepted. <laughs> I mean, don't try that in the rain. Come on, yeah. man. Carson One Wentz is the worst play. Yeah, <laughs> he really does. He still he played well otherwise. Uh, but yeah, the Niners, yeah, they're they're in they're in deep trouble. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know how much uh well, I mean Jimmy G's definitely not uh not playing to uh <laughs> keep his job right now he's he's, <laughs> he's not he's not taking the opportunity to try and keep his job basically and for the colts i mean they're starting to, they're starting to make a bounce back obviously they got their game against the titans this week so it'll be interesting to it'll see how one. that goes but should be a fun one yeah yeah honestly i didn't really watch this game i was busy doing other things i don't yeah, blame the weather you. was the weather was frightful i mean honestly i tapped out holidays. i tapped out after like the t- during the Tampa Bay game, I was like, I'm done with this. Like, yeah, this watching that game stinks. was was it for me too. I was like, yeah. yeah, I'm done. I'm done with football for today. It's enough. First All time right. I've ever said that. I think in a while. The Raiders beating the Eagles by ten. Skip. Yeah, who cares? All right. I mean, Raiders- oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah, actually, no, wait, hold on, go back. The Raiders. Are two and zero without John Gruden. They're actually playing better without John Gruden. Which I, I am John surprised. I'm surprised problem. we didn't bring that up. But that is been the a very interesting take. And mm-hmm. this new head coach, I can't pronounce his last name, but wow. I mean, the interim head coach. Excuse me. I I guess the Raiders are, you know, still in it. They're whatever still in they're it. doing, keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Well, if he keeps winning, he's going to be the the permanent head permanent head coach at the end of the season. So. They've he's done a great job with those guys. And like like we said, maybe Gruden was the problem there. Maybe, you know, his aggressive way of coaching just doesn't work in the NFL anymore. Imagine that. Who would have thought? Maybe. Who knows? But they're playing a lot better without him. Yep. Last but not least, the Saints but least. over the no, season. But, but least, but least, but <laughs> least. Listen, this, this game was, was the, the only interesting thing. About- the only interesting thing that happened was the Manning cast came back. Tom Brady was on. <laughs> I could listen to that. I, I ate that up. I ate that Marshawn up Lynch. all the time. Marshawn, Marshawn Lynch, Lynch was great. Hey, congratulations to Marshawn Lynch for you know giving them their first FCC violation. <laughs> I, I laughed so what? I laughed so hard when uh when he when he, he said dropped it. the F bomb. Yeah. 
He did. We drop it a lot on this show too, so it's fine. We? Oh, don't bring us into this. Yeah, don't bring us into this, Mr. Martinez. I drop it a lot, and you know what? Yes, yeah, you drop. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Here we go. We're not gonna get into this, but this game. Yeah, no, the the game sucked, but the conversations that man that Peyton and Eli were having with Tom, Tom Brady, that was my favorite one. It was fantastic. Totally agree. With the old Miss jersey on, that was very funny. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm surprised Peyton could get over his forehead. All right, that's the only Peyton Manning joke I'm going to make. <laughs> All Fair right. Enough. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so they that... are they are oh. made to do that, though. Like they should they should be signed by someone to do that permanently. I think I mean, they're signed per- like they're signed permanently to do it on uh, ESPN, I guess. Yeah. You know, the thing is, the only thing that's su- kind of the thing that sucks, though, is, you know, when they have guests on, sometimes there's a lag in the Zoom call and it, it it's very telling because like it's just the they're just off. And yeah. I don't know. And then sometimes it just kind of like distracts from the game. And like sometimes yeah. I want to hear like Peyton and Eli, like actually like point out things that teams are doing. Mm-hmm. So I, I think they need to chill out with the guests. Yeah, if if it was a non-COVID situation, it would be a lot better because they'd all be sitting in the same room together and there wouldn't be the delay that there is. Zoom is, no no offense to Zoom, I know we use that, so thank you, Zoom. But it does lag sometimes, even if you're, like, hardwired in. So, anyway, yep. that's just a side note. doesn't even add anything to the conversation. I just wanted to hear my own voice, I think. <laughs> anyway. All right. What's next, Mr. Josh? Well... What to- Take a quick break, and then we will wrap things up. Thanks for listening to the extended version of the Hurry Up Offense. We'll be right back to wrap things up right after this. Hey there, this is Mark Francis of Icon Real Estate. If you have any real estate needs in the Winchester surrounding area, including West Virginia, give me a call. I've got extensive experience. Been in the business for almost 20 years and would love to help you out. Track me down at Icon Real Estate, iconsells.com, or even give me a call, 540-247-1527. Again, Icon Sells, I-C-O-N-S-E-L-L-S.com, and I would love to chat with you and help you out. Give me a call. All right, wrapping things up here on the Kirby on Sports Podcast, the weapon Dan Dembski is with me. The Swiss Army Knight Carlos Martinez is with me. Gentlemen, week eight is upon us. What are we looking out for? The bye week. No, um, Packers Cardinals. I mean, that's obviously that's it. Obviously, that's the game. Even even with all the injuries, the matchup is still so intriguing to me. Um, That's going to be a fun one, I think. And definitely, the, so far, the game of the season for me. Uh, for me, it is the return of the Dallas Cowboys coming off the bye week. I've missed them. Um, I didn't realize how much I missed them. You, you don't realize what you have till it's gone. And not having sure. them last week made football very boring. So um, I'm excited to see them uh, beat the Vikings. I'm hoping Dak plays. It looks like he's going to play. Um, and I hope we get more players back, but you know, we're going to be, I'll clap. I'll clap to that one. Thanks boys. I appreciate it. That was a weak clap, but yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. I I really do think that 
Uh, I really do think that this Packers Cardinals contest will be an exciting one. And I'm looking forward to uh, watching. I just wish the Packers were at full strength. I just wish the Packers were at full strength. I want to see them at full strength. I want to see the Cardinals at full strength. I don't want asterisks on this game. Maybe a live stream. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll think about it. We'll think about it. All right, Maybe that about that about wraps it up for another edition of the Kirby Sorry, on Carlos. Sports podcast. Thanks to Trumbull Insurance. Uh, Patrick Van Kemper, contact him for all your insurance needs, 540-532-0622. For our sponsors, Regroup Building Services, PM Plus Reserves, Shenandoah Primitives, Dr. Dave Leadership Corporation, and Mark Francis. With Icon Real Estate, this has been another edition of the Kirby on Sports Podcast. Make sure you check us out on all streaming platforms, all social media platforms. Like, comment, share, subscribe on YouTube. Check out all of our work, www.kirbyonsports.com. Until the next time you hear our voices, always remember to create greatness. So long and peace out.